At 7.34 now, let's uh, reflect a little bit further on these family reunions taking place in North Korea right now. We know that uh, 89 South Korean citizens travelled north yesterday and they had an opportunity, having been selected among thousands here, to meet with their long-lost family members, some of whom they had once known, some of whom are relatives of the people they'd originally hoped to see but later found out had passed away. So they've had to see, for example, the the face of their siblings and their nieces and nephews. But some of the most touching stories have been parents seeing children that they were separated from during the war when they were toddlers, for example. Apparently, one 89-year-old man, Yu Guanxik, didn't even know he had a daughter in the north until this reunion process took place. And uh, his daughter is now 67 years old. No wonder the tears have been flowing so freely there in the images we've been seeing. Let's take a look at the newspaper's reaction to all this. Amy Bark is on the line to bring us our different view today. Good morning. Good morning, Alex. And it really is just so emotional, isn't it? Uh, difficult yes, to, to get away from that when you're trying to assess inter-Korean ties in cold light. That's right. The reunion event started yesterday, and 89 South Koreans met their long-lost families in North Korea, and the event will continue until tomorrow. On Friday, the next round of reunion event will start, and 83 North Koreans will meet their South Korean families until Sunday. Looking at the papers, let's start with the Hangyore. Mm-hmm. The Hangyore noted that this event is the result of the April 27 Panmunjom Declaration, the paper welcomed the event. However, it pointed out that it shouldn't end as a one-off event. Since 2000, there were 27 reunion events for separated families. And out of the 27, seven were meeting via video call, not face-to-face. And how many families have actually been able to meet each other so far? Well, it was only 4,600-plus 4, families. The paper pointed out that over 130,000 people signed up for separated families renewal at the Ministry of Unification Registry. Unfortunately, 75,000 of them, which make up about 55% of the total, passed away. So 4,600 families are not a lot compared to the total number. Also, when the relationship between the two Koreas were good, there were two reunion events every year. But this stopped when the relationship got strained. The paper said that is why it is important to hold the event on a regular basis. Especially as the clock is ticking, with old age being a major factor here. That's right. Time is running out for a lot of them. 63% of them are over 80s and 21% of them are over 90s. In fact, nine families who were going to meet their separated families this time couldn't make it due to health issues or old age. So against such backdrop, the Hangyare suggested that two Koreas should make the reunion regular, expand the scale, and allow letter exchanges. Let's get another view, this time from the Seoul Shinman. Mm-hmm. Seoul Shinman agreed with the Hangyare that the reunion should be held on a regular basis. It pointed out that it is unfortunate that the scale was fixed to 100 families as in the past and that South and North Korean governments haven't extended their discussion beyond August reunion. The paper pointed out that North Korea raises concern over expanding the scale of the reunion due to lack of information and difficulty in tracking separated families. 
Seoul Shimon criticized North Korea for giving lower priority to the reunion. What was its advice, this newspaper? Uh, it also suggested that two Koreas should make the reunion regular, expand the scale, allow letter exchanges, and hold alternative reunions using video calls or other technology. The paper expressed its high hopes for the uh, third summit that's coming up next month between President Moon and Chairman Kim to reach a breakthrough agreement regarding the reunions of separated families. And let's also look at another newspaper in this, as we have a couple more, actually. But firstly, the Seoul Economic Daily. Sure. Seoul Economic Daily pointed out that among many separated families, only 89 of them were selected through a computerized lottery. In other words, most of the separated families are still not sure if they will have a chance to meet their family in the North during their lifetime. The paper pointed out that 4,000 separated family passes away each year without meeting their loved ones on the other side of Korea. So again, looking at the cruelty of these numbers and again also presumably pushing for these reunions to happen more often. Mm -hmm. Uh, Seoul's Economic Daily paper said that making the reunion regular and establishing a permanent meeting place for separate families would be the right way to go. However, the paper said that the most important thing for now will be to conduct an all-out investigation to check who is alive and who is not. The paper suggests that once the list is confirmed, the government could work on expanding communication channels from exchanging letters to phone calls or video calls. So Economic Daily ended by saying that now, when all related parties are working on denuclearization, it is the best time to discuss this. From a conservative perspective, the Jong-un boy, it's also certainly very supportive of family reunions, but but had another way of pointing out how difficult these numbers are. Yeah, that's right. Jung-ang Ilbo pointed out that if we continue the reunion at the current pace, it will take more than 300 years for every separated family to meet their long-lost families. Those who got picked through the lottery, the reunion is like winning a lotto. Since the chances of being picked are so low, it is like torturing the torturing the rest of the separate families by giving false hope that they might get picked next time. Mm. And it was also a little more critical in terms of inter-Korean relations. That's right. The paper said that it is fortunate that the two Koreas actually follow through their promise made in Panmunjom Declaration. However, the paper said that it is about time to come up with more fundamental solutions. It pointed out that the reunion should not be one of the many negotiable cards between two Koreas or flashy event put out by the leaders of both sides as if it is the symbol of soaring relationship. And what about its view on finding ways for them to communicate beyond these family reunions in person? Well, the paper pointed out that we are living in the 21st century where we can video call strangers on the other side of the planet using smartphones. So against such backdrop, if separated families can't communicate with each other, it is nothing more than a tragedy. Yeah, so the current pace, as the paper pointed out, way too slow. But even if they had these family reunions for like 100 members every week, it would still take more than a decade to uh, just meet South Korea's demand alone. Thank you very much, Amy Buck, with our different view today. Thank you, Alex.